It wants to rip my face off. Oh, it just means it loves you. It's ripping my face off. It's just a little love tap or scratch, whatever. I'm in the ER because I have cellulitis because it bit me three times. Love. Hello, and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a show that, you know what, if we had had the foresight, would have started a delightful screen cap webcomic about the adventures of uh, Emmanuel Bothins and uh, Rouge and uh, Rouge Juan, and uh, <laughs> probably already been getting mad hits off of that one yeah. joke. That joke never gets old. Okay. Manny Bothins, man. I miss He's not a hero. That was in Tag and Bank, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think they, they actually made him a character in that one, playing off that joke. So, um, my name is Scott. Justin. I'm Cameron. And I'm Dan. And this is the show, and, um, we got and nothing. Some... <laughs> Fuck 2000, well, no, we got one announcement. Fuck 2016. Don't say yes. that, man. Oh, yes, know the wide end of a rake. Wow, that's really evocative. Uh, I was about to say, let's not assume that 2017 doesn't have any surprises in store. Oh, I mean, this year can fuck right off already. Two days in, and it sucks too. But I'm saying, right now, 2016, die in a fire. Well, 2017 started with someone vandalizing the Hollywood sign to make it read Hollyweed, so we're already to an interesting start. Problem is, is those potheads are dumbasses because they still gotta wait another year. (laughs) Eh, that's assuming California doesn't secede. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, at this point, doesn't actually sound like a bad idea. Well, hell, the way 2016 was going, I was half expecting about like 12 or uh, 11:55, the entire San Andreas Fault was just going to fall into the ocean, or the apocalypse happens and the 2016 just goes for broke. That's beautiful as heck, guys. Yeah, it was a dark year. We coped with your humor. <laughs> you know, usually I end the year with a nice sip of champagne. This time I ended the year with a sip of champagne and a big freaking middle finger of the ball dropping. That's an emphatic And I spent most of the night uh, watching a Harry Potter movie marathon. I rewatched Rogue One because I know I had to get ready for this thing. So, booyah. Booyah. Preparation! Justin's ready. You know who else might be ready? Dan, what you got for pick of the week? Oh! Okay, my pick is... um, Kind of in preparation because of Mass Effect Andromeda, I'm replaying through the Mass Effect series. I'm about like halfway through two right now. And uh, it's also a bit of a bone to pick because I had about like $50 in Xbox credit that apparently... You mean banana money? No, no, they actually use real American currency now. But apparently those aren't backwards compatible. So what? I went to go buy all the DLC for three that I missed out on. And it wasn't pulling from my balance. Oh, that's that's, that that's is, bad. This is bad. Wait, so money between the 360 isn't transferable to the one? The the opposite. Money on the one apparently doesn't go back to the 360. I got nothing. I got that's nothing. Strange. That's weird. And, 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 Are the multiplayer servers still up? Maybe. I ha- I haven't gotten the three yet. I'll tell you as soon as I get there. Like I said, I'm halfway through two. Because I had a great guest juggernaut. Oh, man. I actually have to play through, through those games. Uh, like I said before, I stopped playing because I lost Rex due to not putting enough points into uh, my conversation skills. You always got to be a charming motherfucker in Mass Effect. Uh, I played that weird uh, biotic slash uh, shotgun class. I can't remember the name of it. Vanguard, my favorite. Yeah. That. But, but I kept getting told that that was the worst possible one to start with because you just die a lot of getting which... Yeah, yeah, I died a lot. Well, the thing about Mass Effect 1, how you play the, the Vanguard and that is, you're not the up, up close in your face guy. You're the Jedi with a gun. You just pull <laughs> them out from cover and shoot them. That works. 
So that's my pick in Mass Effect series, and okay. I'm gonna throw it to Cameron. Okay, um, my pick uh, is uh, Yuri on Ice, uh, the hottest uh, anime of the season. Uh, uh, recently came down uh, with a bad case of stomach flu, and that was basically what got me through it. Because, um, yeah, everyone loves uh, the uh, the main ship of a uh, uh, maybe to uh, describe it better. Um, it's about a ice a Japanese ice skater who gets taken under the wing of this Russian ice skating prodigy named uh, Victor. Really? Who, <laughs> sorry. Those are lucky, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, uh, the title refers to that there are actually two characters named Yuri, one Japanese and one Russian. Uh, but uh, the thing that uh, people usually don't talk about is that the animation is goddamn amazing when they get to the, the ice skating of parts. Like, I would kill for a version of this in 60 frames per second. You see, I'm just amazed that Americans are appreciating something with figure skating in it. That is just like Well, so you do weird. have to put cute boys who almost kiss but then don't every episode in it to really make it sing. Yeah, is, it I that, is it true that the Quebecois singer, uh, Quebecois skater, is sponsored by Canadian Tire? Yes, that is in fact true. That is that is Delightful. that is real truth. I'm just surprised Russia hasn't gotten bitchy about it because they got really upset about. He called a uh, FIFA homosexual propaganda. It's like, you chill out. It's a soccer game. Let's not I get, get the, started on Russia. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that that she was outright banned in Russia. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, well, Vladimir Putin doesn't it. like it. There's no better endorsement, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, a strong suspicion they're working. They're taking their time on the Russian dubs. Oh, drag, oh. drag the heels on those. Or no, we are away. very close cousins. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sailor Moon uh, uh, solution. We're making it worse because then that just adds insults to the base. Hashtag ISTKOJT. <laughs> Doesn't work as well when you say it out loud. But it, it does know, not. Uh, throwing it to you, Scott. All right. Uh, so my pick for the week is going to go to. Um, you know what, I'm playing, I'm finally got, got around to playing some Dishonored 2, where, uh, you stab the mans. It's, it is some guys from Thief and some guys from Half-Life 2 making another game where you sneak around and you kill people, and this time, instead of a rat plague, it's weird death mosquitoes, or as I called it, a weekend in North Bay. Mosquitoes are worse than rats. Man, I'm just saying my weekend in North Bay would have been great with a crossbow that shot fire at bugs. Or, or the ability to stop time. That would help. I mean, stopping time is useful everywhere. But, I mean, there's there, there's I mean, just so many black flies you can get bit by before you're like, I need a crossbow that shoots fire. Scott, if you stop time in North Bay, it'll just be in North Bay longer. <laughs> exactly. I think I need one of those fire crossbows for my bedroom. I got a flea problem in my house. Oh, just... My legs look like a connect-the-dot puzzle. Oh, good lord. Yeah, it's not fun. It's like, it's the middle of the goddamn winter! Why am I getting bug bites? That is unpleasant. Alright, Justin, what you got? Oh, you're throwing to Justin now, are you? I'm throwing to Justin. I have a bone to pick. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> it's not that impressive. Uh, DC Legends uh, iPad game. Yeah? I don't know if any of you have tried it. Absolute garbage. Oh, I heard about it from Angry Joe. Uh, I haven't heard like, about it at all. It's got all the horrible versions of the characters. It's got like Superman in armor. Uh oh. Like, That's a bad start. They recognize that the game is so bad that you're probably not even going to want to bother with grinding missions over and over again. So they let you just pretend to repeat them by spending a super speed point. Oh, and let me guess real money for those. Oh, no. They, they keep giving them to you because they know the game isn't going to be worth playing. Wow! It's so bad they don't even bother with a microtransaction. That's that's actually a refreshing bit of honesty. I mean, if you want, you can spend like $130 to get the Joker and Harley Quinn, and I'm like, ah, no, I'm not, no. I'm not going to. Nope. I don't want to pay that much for a toxic relationship. <laughs> no. God, no. But, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I still play it, because it's kind of fun, but, like, literally, I've gotten to a point where I'm at a mission that's unplayable and unbeatable, so I just go back and get the auto points for previous ones, and, uh, yeah. 
Let's just say that it's not a good game. And I still miss Marvel Avengers Alliance. We all do a little bit. <laughs> Deep down. Deep down. In 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 our hearts. In our hearts. And in our wallets, because I dropped a few bucks into it. But you know, don't sweat the sunk costs. Am I right, guys? That's right. I've been played yeah. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go this week. So many squirtles to oh, catch. Did- yeah, my mom got really upset because, like, the in- all those incubators you got to the event, uh, only two of the new uh, baby Pokemon. Ah, well. I haven't played it since, like, June. Uh, did you hear the news story about uh, the kid who spent $600 on it? That always oh. happens. Set. It- Let me guess. His parents' machine, and they did not disable Bendai. Yeah, oh, no, they, they, like, had a security feature where uh, you need the mother's uh, fingerprint. So mm-hmm. she, the kid waited until his mother was asleep and then scammed it. Wow. All wow. right, that person on the street. Yeah, that that kid That's, is, uh, yeah, no. That kid's going places. Perhaps uh, jail, but yes, places. I was about to say, Juby, for starts. Yeah. But, uh, either that or become a successful heist, uh, if you want. Well, I mean, he'll make the connections in Juvie, is what we're thinking, right? He can yeah. put together a nice little crew of guys who mine Bitcoin with other people's credit card numbers, right? Use the other hand! <laughs> Did you get that reference? That subtle reference? Oh, jeez. Went over my head. Uh, from the movie we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, there, there's so many little things, and... I Okay, so Star Wars Rogue One is the review for the night, and... I think it does come down to the little things for me. Like, there, there's a lot of things that, about this that just make me smile. Like, everyone's mustaches were, you know, particularly... So like, particularly oh 1970s. Just getting mustaches right made me smile every time. The fact that all the hardware looked like they just glued some sci-fi plastic to, like, Korean War, or, uh, you know, surplus gear as in it true... Was, yes. Aesthetically, it was spot on. Yeah, it somebody had... Like it was going to take place two days before episode four. Yeah. Somebody had to have been going like through every frame, like taking notes of the... Oh, from the there. I, think there, I think there's like five pages worth of credits for just the guys who, you know... Dug through archives and the, yeah. the old props that are surviving in the uh, warehouse there. And I mean, you know, everyone's like super happy about all the cameos from Rebels, and I'm like, the, but you're you're not talking about the most important cameo from Rebels, the Steve Blum voice stormtrooper guy. Oh, that was so I I oh, about that. I didn't notice that mainly because my cable provider decided to put Disney XD behind a paywall. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not saying steal Rebels, but if you steal Rebels, Steve Blum is all the stormtroopers. <laughs> And you know, just having Steve Blum pop over to be a storm, a couple of stormtroopers here was great. That is the next touch. Was that the two guys who were talking about how they were retiring the rifle? Yes, I think. No, no, that no, was no, that, that was, was uh, Sam Witwer and someone else. That was the voice actor for Anakin from Clone Wars and Sam Witwer. Uh, oh, no, that's um, a- uh, Steve Bloom was the stormtrooper who saw Cassian shoot the two guys in the alley. Is like, hey, we need backup. Okay. Was that, him in that, was that him in a vacuum pitted suit, or was that just like him doing the voiceover for? Probably just him doing the voiceover. <laughs> and that alley scene was a really effective way of characterization. Like, ooh, these are not squeaky clean heroes here we're dealing with here. Yes, that was that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty brutal. That was that was harsh, man. That was harsh. Not as harsh as a bad shot that stormtrooper. We're going full spoiler, right? We're oh like, yeah, we, oh, we've yeah. we've never not done full spoiler. We've been full spoiler for five years. Five years of full spoiler, guys. <laughs> Woohoo! Full spoiler, GTFO. But when they shot that stormtrooper in the head, holy oh, shit! I mean, like I, for some reason, I thought it was one of uh, Saw's guys, but no, it was one of the heroes of the bit. That was. Uh... Hey, at least it wasn't as bad as Donnie Yen using the one stormtrooper as a shield, oh and his buddy God. kept shooting him in the dick. That was That's true. really the only time a stormtrooper has ever hit anything. And it was another stormtrooper. The only kill a stormtrooper got on a main character in this movie was on uh, Galen's wife, whose name I've unfortunately forgotten. The rest of the time, they had to throw a grenade. <laughs> yeah. So many more or grenades. 
So what you're saying is that in order to make uh, them more Ecker, we have to strap extra stormtroopers to the enemy. Yeah, maybe. Begin Operation Human Shield. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to strap about like backpacks so that can actually be reused. I was a little concerned that Jin was carrying around a stormtrooper doll. I mean, like those are that's ah oh, creepy. Well, I feel like that that's like spot on, like Imperial War Machine, right? Like here's your tiny stormtrooper. Yeah. The normalization of horrible, horrible government. <laughs> I have a stormtrooper sitting looking at me in my living room, so I'm like, you typical. I mean, I've, I've, so I've you got... you don't live under that system. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just being part of the system that gives money to Disney. Yep. Yeah. I... All hail the mouse. Hey, I got my first order stormtrooper sitting right next to my Jin and uh, K2 figures. Oh, K2. K2 was a delight. And I think whatever Disney is giving Alan Tudyk, they need to double it. Oh, well, okay. So did did you hear him his original take on the character where he was also Cockney for some reason? <laughs> oh God, that would have kind of made it better. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not gonna lie, that would have been awesome. I mean, every robot in the Star Wars universe has a British accent. Like th- those are th- congratulations, you will be rescued, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was excited to see him in more things, and then the ending happened, and I got oh, very dude. sad. Well, apparently, he was cast also as an Imperial officer. Yeah. Uh, I did not catch the officer. I think he was. Uh, neither did I. He was cut. There was a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, I, I really like this cast. I really do like this cast. I liked everyone. I like these characters. I mean, it's like, ooh. This is harsh in me. If everybody's dying, I was I was very desolate to learn that K two wasn't going to make it out. Because how can you kill the droid? It killed droid. You 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 save the you save the plucky sidekick if no one else, right? Yes. I was uh, expecting uh, Donnie Yen's brother to make it. Yeah. But then he started repeating uh, Donnie Yen's mantra. like, "Oh God, he's done for." <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. Oh. <laughs> Uh, those two were great. Oh, that that's uh, a great team. Even though some of their best bits were in the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> you almost shot me. You're welcome. And uh, Donnie Yen's, uh his English is great. I have not seen him in an English role before, so... Hopefully this is the start of many, many more. Yeah. Yes, hopefully Hollywood doesn't fuck it up. <laughs> what you know, I f- well, I mean, in a, in a world where Chinese Hollywood co-production is the key to success more and more, I I do want him to, you know, I think he's a guy that could keep getting work. But you also have to remember this is a world where Sony uh, dropped the Getting the Tartakovsky uh, Popeye movie for the Emoji movie. That's okay. okay. I just heard a lot of words there. That I Both of those are, I'm not going to say Popeye's a great idea either, though. The test rail showed promise. I slept through something, didn't I? I missed something. Oh, Donnie Yen uh, is... was making a Popeye movie? Yes. He was. And then Sony shit-canned it for a, an emoji movie, of all things. The well, kids. it is Sony where they forgot what the fuck their main licensed superhero's powers were. So... <laughs> when you have to bring your director halfway through the production of a movie... To clarify with the producer what the fuck Spider-Man powers are, oh. there's something wrong. That might be awkward. Well, he's got so many, so uh, apparently Donnie Yen will be in uh, the next Triple X movie. Oh yeah, sorry, I think I saw him in those shows. Triple X, a franchise I never thought I'd see come back. Don't ask me. I they, just they realized they could get two Vin Diesel movies out this year if they did a Triple X one as well. So I guess the the CGI uh, dead guy in the room is Peter is Peter Cushing. Yeah, it's almost there. Like it, we're like four years from having no actor be safe. It almost crests the uncanny valley, but doesn't quite make it all the way up. Yeah, yeah it, it it kind of got a little. It, like everything with the hair and the skin was perfect. It was just the movement and stuff. I don't know. His eyebrows look terrifying. Well, I think that's just Peter Cushing, though. Like, if if I remember if I remember my Dracula movies right, Peter at Cushing's eyebrows are always frightening. Mission accomplished. You should have played Dracula. <laughs> uh, uh, Van Helsing's supposed to be just as frightening to these poor British socialites as as the you know Dracula guy is, right? That 
That's how it's supposed to work. For a second, there, I thought you were talking about the new uh, Netflix show, and I'm like, okay, I guess it could be. She's such an attractive woman, but she murders a lot of people, I'm sure. But, yes. Yeah, I, just... I, I, I have not kept up on my stoker, unfortunately. So I will take your word that Ben Helsing is as terrifying as the Count. Yeah, for me, the, 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 the Peter Cushing thing, I didn't mind it. It was actually surprising how much longer in the movie he was. Like, I was expecting a quick cameo as soon as I saw the back of that head and the reflection. Oh, like, the first, your first instinct is, oh, they've got this. They're going to do them entirely in this reflection, right? So he doesn't have to make eye contact with anyone. Yeah. And then, no, oh, he, he's still here. He's still running around. That's way interesting. And, I mean, we come back to the little things because it's the little things that are also not quite right. Like, the guy in the Vader suit is not David Prowse. And no. it, it, his shoulders just don't do the Vader shoulders, right? It's not well, quite. It looks different. Yeah, For me, it was the way he carried the head. I thought that this guy, just he had the head back just way too much. I think they dug like, out the original helmet, though, because that, that those were red lenses. In, well, in no. It. What they were doing was they, 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 I guess, like did the best to recreate the original helmet. And I actually kind of felt that those red lenses were a little distracting. Well, they're distracting the in the well-lit scenes of A New Hope. Uh, no, I just... The, the motions were just off of this with the Vader suit, actually. But man, that castle scene. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. And it makes sense that uh, Vader would keep a summer home in... Uh... On a lava planet. I mean, yeah. once you build a secret base for, you know, your conspirators to hide out at, why, why get rid of a perfectly good secret base, even if it's the source of personal trauma for them, right? Secret base is a secret base. Mustafar. That's it. Mustafar. That, that's it. Mufasafar. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah. But back to the characters for a second, I, I kind of felt the personal bond to K2, because I previously played in a Star Wars Saga edition game where I was the disenfranchised medical droid who kept the team alive. I did love the grenade catch. Oh, the grenade the, the grenade the grenade catch was perfect. Um, um, um. Yeah. <laughs> you can assume he was counting down. Or the scene right before that is like, did you know that one was me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We told you to stay on the ship. I got bored. Uh, yeah. Uh, we won't get along well with Chopper. <laughs> Chopper has no fucks for anyone. None. Congratulations. You're being rescued. Do not resist. <laughs> oh my god, when he fucking rock bottomed her. Oh. Sorry. When he choke slammed. That was yeah, a choke slam. slammed her. Wow. <laughs> They're not getting along. And uh, Rebel, you know, Rebel HQ. You know, I'm not sure if that general was following the chain of command when he's like, actually, yeah, forget what my mom was said. Just kill him. Did, did you check with Dodonna? Did Dodonna say this? No? <laughs> Is Dodonna in on this? Because he was standing right there. He, he was <laughs> in the room, too. What about Jimmy yeah. Smith? What does Jimmy Th Smith think of this little plan of yours? Okay, can we just say that Jimmy Smith's appearance was a delight? Oh. I did not know he was going to be appearing. He shows up, and I'm like, oh! It's Jimmy Smith! Like, well, I'm going back to Alderaan to make sure everything's going to be okay! And I'm like, oh, you poor son of a Jimmy, Props for them for bringing Jimmy Smith back. But also the, the actress for Mon Mothma, who got cut from episode 3. Yeah. You know, as you can tell, what you see, I told you I was in the Star War! No, really, I'm in the Star War! Uh-huh. But, uh, and now we have to discuss the CGI gorilla in the room. The other one? Yeah. I didn't mind her. I thought it was nice because she was only on screen for like a second. Yeah, it was quick and gone. <laughs> you know, it may not have been perfect, but uh, literally my brain just had time to register. <gasps> Princess Leia! And boom. It wasn't even the visuals in that scene. It was the audio because it was, you could tell it was just ripped straight from the, 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 the audio from 77. And her voice just kind of sounded so muffled compared to everybody else. Now, that's, that was the thing that threw me off about the scene, not the visual. Didn't even mind it at all. Yeah, I um, was just very happy to see her. And, you know, with recent events, 
It's a little bit more yeah. poignant. Dutch and Red Leader, those those were just that was just different footage from the from episode four. They put new, they just changed the composition on right the the green screen effect, right? It, it was it was it was a, it was a New Hope footage that yeah. They, yeah that they hadn't used. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought because I spotted Dutch and I'm like, is that also like a CGI Dutch or is that or is that just a different angle from you know episode four? It was cut stuff from episode four, just like it with uh, episode six. There's all that stuff with the rebel pilot that they actually also threw into this one. Oh yeah, and oh poor Red Five, right? Poor Red Five. <laughs> Always the fat guy gets taken out. Oh man, I can't die here. It's supposed to be pork. It's pork is better than me. <laughs> that was oh my god. It's like Red Five. It's gonna take. I'm like, well, now we know where it's all from. Even, uh, even uh, just like some some of the deep dives and weird little like inside jokey bits, like having a blue squadron finally, yeah, mentioning the wills, having the blue squadron be eliminated completely. Oh yeah, some somewhere along the lines, uh, the the rebels lost blue technology. It, it just <laughs> doesn't show up right in space somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes this world perfect camouflage though. There was just these stripes on the X-wings. You could see the star field there. Yeah. Now that now the hammerhead that was from Rebels, right? Yeah. Well, those those have been in a cup. Those are in Rebels and Clone Wars. So the, that that's just a ship model that was kicking around. It just doesn't seem practical. Hey, that's a nice star destroyer you have there. It'd be a real shame if somebody wrecked it. It just, it just doesn't seem like it would be, you know, a multi-use thing. It's like, let's run into it. It's like, no. That's, uh... Well, like, that was just some plan that they hatched. Like, that's not the purpose of that ship. It's just a gunship Corvette. It... With, a, with a reinforced front area? It, you know. And high output engines. It just seems like, you know, the, like the hatchet man, that mech. You know, it's like, it's carrying an axe. Well, it's not really an axe, you see. Oh, it's an axe. No, it, it's called a goddamn hatchet man. It's a big yeah. hunk of sharp metal. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that's an axe. I'm 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 sorry to ruin whatever that particular bit of your big stompy robot games, BattleTech fans. <laughs> but um, it's fine though, because I mean, you know, uh, Fassa did a good job of ruining it twice. Oh, it's coming back. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, be I'm. Fine. I mean, the uh, Catalyst is doing good things with the mi- the minis game. I'm just talking about uh, Jihad. Mostly jihad. <laughs> Dark Ages, I, anybody? I wasn't really paying attention for that period of, of franchise, so... Somehow they decided... They came up with something worse than the clans. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it's... Now! Now, the, the Hammerhead attempt... I feel like... That was beautiful, I'm not gonna lie. That was nice. That was just but nice. Like, like, you know, you, you, I think Imperial Doctrine should really focus on keeping Star Destroyers more than 20 feet away from one another. You know... <laughs> I think that's a good first step. Well, they, they their first rule is have three more of everything than the other guy, and they're good at that. But yes. they, they don't... They forget that space is really big and that they yes. don't need to keep really that right out. really... They don't need to maintain that much density. Maybe the radios are no good. Maybe... <laughs> That's why they have to stay so close. Otherwise, they can't communicate. Maybe their sense of scale <laughs> is so wonky because their ships are huge that they don't realize how close they actually are. Or, or like, I get that they're defending, like, a two-mile-wide hole in the shield, but at the same time, their guns have a really long range. They're huge. <laughs> you're big. Huge. You're big. You have you're, you have fighters. You can yeah, do stuff. You've got TIE fighters. you got those TIE bombery things. Yeah, there were a lot of new ships in this. I, there, there are new Lego kits that I'm like, ah, I'm going to spend money on them. Specif- the, uh, specifically the Lego. <laughs> the, the TIE Fighter, the in-the-atmosphere TIE Fighter that's just two sideways. What's up with that? It's, um, supposed, it's, it's supposed to be more aerodynamic than the, the normal TIE Fighter. Well, that's not hard. Yeah. I'm more aerodynamic than the normal TIE Fighter. So, yeah, the, yeah, the TIE Striker, I mean... It's it it's a thing. It yeah. it looks nifty. No, it yeah. looked cool, and you know it was nice to see an actual full-on battle sequence. B- 
big scale. I like the big scale. I like the war movie vibe. I like seeing ATATs get wrecked by you know something equipped to deal with ATATs. Close air yes. support. Oh my but God. I, I like that the Ewing is that the Rebels Huey, pretty much. Yes. Although we never see one ever again. Although really, we don't see a lot of Rebel uh, action, so they could be used all the goddamn time. We just never see Luke getting hustled in and out of a uh, LZ on one. Which yeah, well, works. Like fine. you go to you go to uh, you know a New Hope. What good is the Ewing going to be on a bomber run? Yeah. Then you go to Empire. It's like they're getting the hell out. They're not dropping guys off, and it's not that effective in space combat. So there's no point in bringing it to Return of the Jedi. I'm and just in saying Jedi, they've got an Imperial shuttle that they're using. You know, they can't get through the planetary shield with anything else. Yeah. yeah I mean, stealing Imperial shuttles always a good plan. I'm saying what I'm what I'm betting is we'll see more Ewings in the comics in the next year. I get the yes. feeling that because uh, we got the third aftermath book coming up, that it's going to mention like the rebels being dropped off on Jakku by Ewings, probably. Yeah, something like that. So many new toys. Yes, but uh, so has anyone heard anything? Are they going to do any comics pre like doing? prequel stories for these characters we're gonna see like uh... there was a plan for a comic and they ditched it and i don't know if some of those story ideas got shuffled into that catalyst novel or not okay i mean i think my hope is well i know they are saying at least uh saw forrest whitaker's character and at least one other character are gonna pop up in rebels now yeah and i'm like there's always room for yeah maybe cassian andor pops up in his own little book for a while like Marvel, yeah, he, he has stories to tell. Yeah, Marvel could, is not afraid to do like five issues for anyone that you know gets a bit of a following. I could see a short run Days and Shirt series in comic form. Yes, they've had adventures. It's clear that this is not they. They did not meet in the bar the night before. They've been in the shit. Okay, speaking of guys meeting in bars, least necessary cameo. Doctor Evazan. Doctor Evazan. Yeah. Oh yeah. What did we do to deserve that? I mean, he is the luckiest guy in the world, right? Like, he's on his way out. Sorry? Like, he's the luckiest yeah. guy on Basically, that planet. Basically, is like, come on, guy, we gotta get out of here. We're gonna miss our shuttle off the planet in a matter of moments. Which if you want a drink, we'll hit up the spaceport. Yeah. Uh, you know, Look, we, we'll we, hit the we duty-free can... store. That reminds me of that story of the guy who sees death in a, uh, in a bar in like one city and then flees to another city and then death says i was expecting to see you in in this town tonight it's like you know dr amazon <laughs> i was surprised to see you in jedi if i had an appointment with you in uh, mos eisley in a day and a half and pondabab is just you know he, he, he's just trying to help he's trying yeah. to help he's trying to keep his friend out of trouble he, he dodges doom laser <laughs> and you know what's he get for it what's what's his karma no arms no arms. He's not as handy a fellow as he used to be. He loses his arm at the end of his drafting career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I missed it both times I saw it, but someone pointed out that Krennic is in the satellite that gets vaporized by the Death Star. <laughs> I didn't catch the second time I saw it. That, I'm like, like oh, <laughs> poor guy. Like, they, they shoot through him to get to the base. Yeah. And I'm like, the first time, and then it's nails at a city. And the second time, it's like, eh, just aim near it. I mean, well, <laughs> the, the, the guy has seen just what he what one eighth output does to a planet. Yeah. He he's like, he's now for pretty comfortable eyeballing the shot, right? Like he doesn't yeah. need he doesn't need to sit there and wait for the solution. He things has charged. He pushes the button. You may fire when ready doesn't mean you may fire when you have the target in your sights. Yeah. Sure it does. I'm ready. You're... Punk. I'm ready-ish. Most. Look, what, what's he going to do? Write me up for not blowing up the station? <laughs> I mean, station's blowed up. What's he going to do? Who, who else is, like, I'm clearly the most important button pusher in the Empire to get to push the biggest button. So, like, what's he going to do? Fire me? Did you? DJ Death Star Commander. Oh, yeah. No, it was... I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. You know, you get the normal crankiness and backlash, but I thought it was a good... Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's just white genocide, right? For letting other people participate (laughs) in the Star War. And, 
I mean, as much as these guys are crying man babies, I, I want to be sincere for a moment and say that, look, growing up, I got to run around in the woods waving sticks at people and be whoever I wanted from Star Wars, right? I could be Han, I could be Luke, I could do whatever. You struck me as, you struck me as very Luke, Scott. I, I, I was I, I usually tried to call dibs on Luke when it came to playground running around with sticks when I was seven, <laughs> uh, as you do. But hey, and I mean, if I'd grown up in a more ethnically diverse school district, I probably would have made my one black friend be Lando because you're seven and you're stupid like that. And now we've got a whole bunch of kids who can just run around and play with sticks <laughs> as whoever they want, right? There are people for them to be, and that's rad. Like free to be stick play dude. Yeah. You and me. That's what I'm at. That's what I'm at. I'm happy to see that. I Although, mean, it, I, uh... Go. So, we, what, is 8 coming out next Christmas? Uh, yes, they're they're keeping yeah. Star Wars a December franchise now. Okay. That's weird. So, let's see. With Marvel and Star Wars, Disney pretty much owns every month, except for, like, er, er, every quarter of the year, except for the first quarter. No, they can drop they, they can drop a Zootopia in first quarter, right? Oh, that's true. Like, uh, and Summer will be Cars. Cars, Ugh. or whatever the newest Marvel movie is, like from March till August, it's just Marvel. Uh, Memorial Day or early May is uh, Guardians. Yeah, I think Thor is coming out in the fall. Yeah, that's another fall. Justice Iron League is summer, <laughs> and somewhere in there is the Tom Cruise Mummy movie. <laughs> well, that that isn't that uh, Universal. I know. Yeah. I was just wanting to mention it because we were also shocked to learn that it had already completed. But well, we. We, 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 I, I'm still sitting here like, no, you're really trying this. You're, you're, you're yeah. gonna make the monster universe. No one saw that Dracula thing. That that Dracula thing isn't even part of it. What? I thought that no. was the launch yeah. pad. That no. was supposed to be, but then the universe was just like, uh, no. Well, we're gonna try this again. Who's gonna complain, right? Apparently, they didn't pull Warner Brothers and back off on their project for four years, like what happened after Green Lantern. Uh, but yes, uh, so Star Wars will get into next year. Two years for Han Solo. Um, yeah, no, because wait, maybe two years. No, I just saw a thing that Han Solo is twenty eighteen. Okay, that's two years. Yeah, two so this, years. Yeah. Sort so this of. year is this year is a next year is Solo. Yeah, because it's technically twenty seventeen. Oh, it's barely. Look, I'm going to be writing 2016 on everything till February. Yeah, I'll be writing 2016 on checks once I decide to start writing checks again. <laughs> but, yes. the uh, All I'm saying is, who Hail Caesar? Sorry? Who here saw Hail Caesar? I, I still want to. I still want to. It was a delightful movie. Well, it's Cohen's, right? Yeah, it's a Cohen Brothers film. But uh, the guy who plays Han Solo... His name I've forgotten. Alden Ehrenreich did a wonderful job as a cowboy actor in that, and just exudes charisma. He stole the goddamn film. And if he's going to be in uh, Han Solo, I am down with that. Well, I mean, between they... him and Glover as Lando, I'm like, yes. Oh, just just we keep making somebody... me smile. We need someone cool to play Chewbacca too. I think I think it's just going to be Peter Mayhew. <laughs> he's still I don't a lot. Peter Mayhew was exactly playing Chewbacca. I mean, it's like he's limping everywhere he goes these days. Yeah, they got that one. Swedish wrestler dude who's been doing all of the stunt work for Chewbacca. <coughs> Where's the mountain? I mean, he's big. Yeah, then everyone's going to ask him, what the hell was, was, was Chewy juicing back then? <laughs> uh, yeah, that way they just might as well bring a bear on set. Well, Don't give them ideas. I'm not saying that wouldn't work. <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. Oh no, it ain't Donald! <laughs> Yes. We'll find. I'm sure they'll find some really tall person whose knees are not given away yet to play. Uh, there, there's got to be. Maybe they can dig up one of the Lithuanian basketball players they had in episode three. Sure. No, no. There's there's a Swiss dude who's played Chewbacca and played Chewie in a couple of scenes during uh, episode seven. Yeah. Force Awakens. The yeah. scenes where he had to walk around. <laughs> well, like, a lot of the action scenes where he was, like, running and shooting. Yeah. I understand that Mayhew, you know, although Disney did spring for his new replacement. Who? Which, 
which they eventually had to do for, uh, you know, uh, Ford. Uh, oops, sorry. Oops, sorry <laughs> that was a bit much. I apologize. Uh, that's what I heard. They did spring for his uh, knee replacement, so he could do some of the scenes, but he was still, he's not as fry as he used to be, and his body is just, well, the, the no. tall guys it's wear out faster, right? Yeah. Yes, that's it exactly. Tall guys and short guys, they have their rough days. But I am looking forward to seeing that Chewbacca. And I did like the Wookiee door gunner in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Piston the Space Monkey? Was he a, was he a Wookiee? No, he was some kind of Space Monkey race thing. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. He literally was called Piston the Space Monkey. <laughs> Look for his but look for his backstory in the next issue of Star Wars Adventure Journal. Uh, I, yeah, I will keep an eye out. Wait, are they still doing Star Wars Adventure Journal? No, God, I <laughs> wish. Okay, okay, that kind of caught me by surprise there. Uh, of all the things they could they they could bring back, Star Wars Adventure Journal, right? Yeah, that would work like a charm. Why isn't Fantasy Flight like trying to do something like that? They're in the they're in position to do it, right? Well, it's just the price. I mean, it's like putting together something that nice, that long. You're saying and... Fantasy Flight isn't willing to spend, make you spend a lot of money on a very shiny product? Okay, that's true. I think their release schedule doesn't really support a periodical type of thing. Fair enough. But, that's, but you know, not really. I, I'm fond with, I really, how, how awesome would a, uh, would a, would a, you know, would a Age of Rebellion Rogue One campaign be? Just like, you know, World One uh, supplement. That'd be cool. That'd be... Pr- buy that. I'd, I'd be down for that. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm down for two. Well, I'm sure there'll be continuum modules, so yeah, I'd be down for it. They'll, they'll, they'll do something. I don't know what. I know you can buy all the ships for Attack Wing and X-Wing yeah. minis. Yes. <laughs> the merchandising machine will take hold. I just want to say... I do like how most of the, the last third of the film was basically the first two in crawled episode four. Yeah. Rebel well, I give, them pro- I give them serious props for deciding to make that as their first stand. Well, yeah. Instead of some rant, you know, one of them made three backstory before the events of the, the trilogy. Well, I also and, like the idea that it's very clear that uh, Cassian and the guys he pulls in to fill that shuttle are all. That they're bad guys. They are doing. Yeah. They do bad things, and they put themselves down. They they put their lives on the line for this one big redemptive act that lets the rebellion become a war clean enough for a farm boy and a princess to win. Yes, I mean it's 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 really thematic that oh all the morally questionable pe- people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's proceed. Uh, poor Saw. I also missed the parallels between him and Darth Vader the first time I saw it. Well, he's, he's, like, the respirator's the big tip-off, is that yeah. he's, he's given everything to the cause, and he is badly broken for it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the battle against the Empire went bad for 20 years. Well, just the fact that it also kind of showed early on that the destruction of the Death Star is a major unifying thing for the Rebellion. Because yeah. it was all these scattered groups with this scattered idea of how they're going to fight the empire. Well, I do like how you had all the senators who were like, I don't know about this. Uh, we'll give sanctions more time. Yeah. They, they go, they're going back to their offices and they're going to show up and they'll be just like, you know, a pink slip on the door. Yeah, like they, they all leave and they all walk into their cushy office and, oh, what do you mean dissolved? He yeah. can do he- that? You can wait. The emergency powers? Shit! I knew we should have read that thing. Well, what's even funnier is didn't we sign a letter the... about those? Oh, he didn't <laughs> read it. Shit! Well, what was even funnier is that I rewatched a couple episodes of Clone Wars, and I think the two who were really, you know, against taking any action actually appeared in the baking clan arc okay. as random voices in the auditorium of the Senate. Like, there, there was one black woman with a really fancy dress that matched the same one in World One. Okay. That's cool. Now, yeah, granted, it was tied I to mean, the, the Bacon are... Clan bullshit of Clone Wars, but... 
they are working on consistency between within the universe, which well, is one of the great things. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're just pulling. If they see something they can pull, they will. I appreciate yeah. that sort of continuity building instead of um, sort of the Marvel where everything is a wink at the audience. Uh, yeah. You know, this will matter in two movies thing. Whereas here it's like, hey, we need to fill a room with people. Do we have character designs from kicking around? Yeah, we do. Use them. We got this empty lot on Yav and we need something to fill in. Oh, we'll throw the ghost there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, and it, and again, it's just a refreshing little, it's done. Like, it's done. They could have, like, I think a hackier element of the writing room might have said, hey, let's, let's be cryptic about who Dark, who, uh, fucking Supreme Leader Snoke is in this movie. And I'm like, that would be completely unnecessary. Let's not do that. And then they didn't. (laughs) Or all the rampant clickbait articles of, oh, Jin Erso is totally Ray's mom. Oh, God. No, yeah. that's a they big have no. Time to take care of that. No. Ah, uh, God. Uh, let's discuss how horrible nerds are. Let's discuss. Let's discuss why fan theories for movies you haven't even seen, for sequels you can't even begin to guess at, are a bad idea and horrible maybe, idea. Maybe you should just post the trailer and leave it be. I realize you have to hit the 300 words to get paid, but um, there are other ways to do that. Do a hot take on something you can prove. Yeah, just 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 actually watch it like twice and maybe pick something out. Like, I mean, I think someone was just like, hey, I pulled the last two trailers and I spotted this thing and it, hey, it's the ghost. <laughs> so how many uh, how many Rebels references do you think we're going to see in the, uh, in the show? Oh, in the... Uh, how many World 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 One references we're going to see on various episodes of Rebels over the next? I think bit in a bit. it's. I think season three is probably mostly done by now, but I think season four we're going to see a lot of these guys back. Well, they're they're in the middle of their half season break. Um, oh, this Saturday they're supposed to come back, and it's supposed to be a two part arc where Saw shows up. Ah, actually, voiced by Forrest Whitaker, which is I can that's nifty. That. Points. Um. But they're investigating Geonosis. I'm just saying, we can see a lot of Cassian in Rebels. A he, lot. He could pop up a lot. I mean, yeah. what he does is too mean for a children's cartoon. But he could pop up. <laughs> oh, here's the problem with well, that, though. You're giving Rebels props on doing original stories. Not all these lingering plots that really don't need to be brought up from Clone Wars again. Good point. They still have Darth Maul on the show. I didn't even know that. Darth Maul's still on the show. I'm behind. <laughs> it's okay. Darth Maul's dead, and there's nothing you can do to prove otherwise. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, nothing. come on. There was a pit. Jet. The, there was a pit, and there were lightsabers near a pit. So someone has to leave dead. It's the rules. Exactly. They're dead. Super They're not dead. alive. <sighs> They're not on a spider thing. <laughs> there, there, there's no. There's no fucking character development in Rebels. I'll be honest. Like. All the big deal of, oh, Ezra's been dabbling in the dark side. Gone after an episode. Oh, God. Well, at least Weissman yeah. got Young Justice back, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's coming back on a network, or an outlet that's going to actually let him do his story. Well, it's it's a network that's not going to hose him because he can't sell toys. <laughs> but there we are. And that was, that was Rogue One. It was a great little Star War. It was a good Star War, and I want to see more of it. I want to see more Star Wars like this. I don't want to see more of Rogue One because they told a good story that and it killed off all the characters. Well, I mean, I, if I, I, there's this tiny part of me. It's like make Rogue Two and have it be the Bothans. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I learned if, a lot from their original TV attempt, so this will all go off without a hitch. Look, we we saw what those guys did. They did it without a plan. They went off yeah. half cocked. We have been talking to command. And us, us 14 yeah. Bothans right here in this room, we're going to do just fine getting all the information uh, Mon Mothman needs. All I'm Flash saying, forward 72 hours. Stay with me, man. Stay, stay with, with me. me. Stay with me, buddy. <laughs> uh. All I'm saying is Jin's plan was terrible. Horrible. We're going to go, and we're going to keep going until we can go no further. Like, that, 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 that's, that's a that's mission statement. That, that, that is a vision statement. That is something you hang up on a banner 
at the company mixer <laughs> at the start of the fiscal quarter. If you want to actually accomplish something, maybe may, maybe be like, okay, we know where the plans are. We're going to seal those plans, and we're going to develop a really firm exit strategy. No? Well, I mean, yeah. Once How are we going to get these plans there, out? The thing is, once they got there, they did kind of formulate a plan. Uh, like, once they landed, it was like, okay, you guys are going to go here, here, and here, cause distractions, I'm out. I mean, yeah, they knew it was kind of a suicide mission, but they did formulate a plan. But I, I, I did like that the movie had, like Edward said, promised it was a war movie. Like, it was like one part Dirty Dozen, one part A Bridge Too Far, one part Apocalypse Now with the, with the fight on Scarif. If I would have liked Krennic to look up at the Death Star and go, and then evaporate it. Kablam. And Darth and Vader drops a pun. It, the Vader scene. Uh, all, all two of in them. In the corridor? In the corridor. The uh, corridor, man. The oh. relay The relay of, oh, fuck. You are fucked. Oh. <laughs> I like that somebody pointed out that, you know that scared look on the rebels' faces when they're piling up the door in Tanative 4 and A New Hope? Yeah. That's why. They, That's they like, know they it. They were just like, oh, geez. As long as it's not that big guy in the black suit, we're we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be fine. It's not gonna be the big guy in the black suit. It's not gonna be the big guy in the black suit. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, but yeah, the corridor scene was incredible. I missed the first time that he he levitated the guy to the ceiling and then cut him in half with a twist of his wrist. That was like, yeah, that's so was. good, that's so good. It, it's literally a scene from anybody's Battlefront game where you're in one of those corridors and Darth Vader shows up and you don't have a hero to back you up. And he just rips everyone's guns out of their hands. <laughs> oh, Anakin. Uh, but yes. You know, I mean, it was... You could tell, especially if you paid attention to any of the trailers, how, how much... What an incredible amount of reshooting and... I'm curious to see what's what what is on what ends up on the bonus features for this DVD, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for what Edwards has stated, they had originally shot it to have a bit of a happier ending, <laughs> and then they got it's possible to have that. Maybe it's well, Jin and Cassian drift off at the end. I I don't know the specifics of the original ending. We'll have to wait for the Blu-ray. But like the, the beach scene where they're all running away. Um, yes, where the, you see, we see the flying Manny. The, you know the beach scene. The there's pretty obvious stuff that the attack on Scarif was just supposed to be wings. They weren't going to be bringing in the shuttle. Um, but we'll have to just wait and see for the bonus features to find out exactly what is the original story. Yes, yes. So, I'm just saying it better have a huge Blu-ray with perhaps a couple of director's cuts. Well, I'd, I'd also like... not do what they did with the Force Awakens, where they release half the bonus features or half the cutscenes with bonus features, and then do another edition a year later with the rest. Yeah, I'm... Well, that's Disney, man. That's Disney, and I've I've now been bitten. So guess who's not getting my Blu-ray money for a little while? You're, you're twice shy there, Scotty. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be careful before I uh, buy even Rogue One on Blu-ray. Good idea. Yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I'm glad. I, it, it fills me with hope for the Han Solo thing. More so than just having Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> well, like, I, I want them to do every one of these standalones completely different. Like, this one was a heist and a war film all in one. Yes. I, I want to see the Han Solo one be kind of a Space Ocean's Eleven. Like, they're, they're trying to knock over some hut casino or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, have him do it something for Jabba. So even though he you know, he pulls off the job, he gets screwed out at the end and has to go back to smuggling. Or it is Han Solo's way of the universe. I did like that in, uh, in Force Awakens. Where He's he, hustled everyone. There's no one left for him to hustle. He, he has uh, every shred of his luck has, has run out. But he's going to gamble no, one more time. Tell that the Kanji Club. <laughs> Kanji Club? I've Kanji never Club. dealt with Kanji Club. They're over there. Oh, yeah. look. <laughs> Have I ever not been honest with you? 
Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like a second ago. <laughs> and, and then the Kanji Club guys are like, twice. Yeah. Oh. No, it was like, whenever I ever let you guys down. But like, yeah. If he just delivered those space monsters, he would have been able to pay off that guy. And I don't know what then. <laughs> but yeah. He had a one, plan. He had a plan. He had exactly as much plan as Jinner. So. <laughs> oh, harsh, but true. I like this movie. I'm glad it happened. Fuck yeah. the seven-year-old who kicked me all movie long. Oh, Fuck his way. parents for not, yeah, what are they doing? for not doing anything to rein him in or apologize a little to me. When I called them on it after the movie, <laughs> I hope he's emotionally traumatized. Wait, what? You had a kid? You had a problem, child? Oh, two hours of getting kicked. Two hours. Did you mention it to the manager afterwards? Uh, what? What's the manager gonna do? Give you a ticket to another movie? Uh, maybe. I'm not. Eh. I just wanted to get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> a good reaction too. I went next door oh, and yeah, I got he... lunch. <laughs> Rogue One Hater Zero. I think we can agree on that, right? Well, no, the haters, the haters won because it, it's only the third best opening in a Dece- of a December movie in all time, right? Well, on the outside, we didn't have to deal with them in a theater. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, you really hurt the film by cutting it off seven million out of its nine hundred million. I think it's probably. about five hundred million. It is the well, second highest grossing film of the year after. You can't use that. the word boycott. I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it up I don't think it means what you think it means. Does anyone want to guess what the number one grossing film of the year was? What? what? An, uh, uh, Moana? Nope. I still need to see that one. You do. It's excellent. Uh, yeah. what, was uh, it Zootopia or Dory? Was it Dory? It was Dory. Okay. Huh? Really? I just yep. saw Dory. Dory was nice. I have not seen Dory yet. Basically, the only two movies I saw was this and uh, Fantastic Beasts. All I'm saying is, Finding Dory is not even the best animated. Wasn't even. There were two better animated Disney films. It had the name recognition. Oh, totally. It was the Pixar film. Yeah. That is so strong. But, yeah. I look forward to Han Solo and I look forward to episode 8. There will be tears in all our eyes. That is true. But your final thoughts, Cam? Uh, I liked it. I'm definitely in my top, top three of the Star Wars movies. I'm not sure if I'm uh, comfortable with saying better than The Empire, but I think it might be a bit better than Post Awakens. Okay. So is it, so do we have to change the machete order? See, that's the thing I'm curious about. Because I was thinking, if you want to, you know, if we do want to maintain machete order as the story of the Skywalkers, that means we can omit Rogue One entirely. Right. But if we want to include Rogue One in the machete order, which I think works really well, it works very well preceding episode four, and it works slightly worse after episode three, so either you put it at the beginning of machete order... Oh, someone's already figured this out. Oh? Um, you... Yeah. Is... Isn't the machete order supposed to introduce new people to it? So yes. There's a lot of references in Rogue One that make no sense. The new machete order is now four, five, two, three... Six, uh, seven, eight, nine, and then everything else. I don't know about that. So Rogue One is not at all. Admit it. Admit the anthology films from the city order. It says everything else, optional in any order. Rogue One, the Audi Special, the Phantom Menace, Han Solo movie, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and so on. Well, I don't. Mean, was that Machete who said so, or was that someone else? It's from NoMacheteJuggling.com, which I assume is the closest thing to an official Machete order website. <laughs> Oh, good lord, it's still happening. Uh, it's saying here that the only way uh, the machete will be altered is if there's a movie that expands Luke's journey, uh, Rycons fixes or, or, or fixes inju- issues introduced with the machete order, or so that pulls in information only showed in episode one. Okay. Man, he really hates episode one. <laughs> oh, well, doesn't it... everyone? Honestly, for me, it's episode two is the worst of the prequels. I just, every time me and my friends try to do a whole six movie marathon before. Rogue One came out. I kept falling asleep in episode two every time. The problem is, they cut out NSYNC's appearance in episode two, which really disrupted the flow of the film. <laughs> uh, okay, now we're talking about NSYNC. I think we have to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. My mom needs a vacuum. 
All right. All Good night, right. everybody. Good night. Alone. And may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Mm-hmm. And also with you. No, wait. We're dead eye, not that way. Huh. I thought this smelled bad. On the outside. Thank you for listening. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 3.0 Unported International License. Visit our website, sbopodcast.com, for more episodes, contact information, social media links, and if you could be so kind as to, please subscribe and rate our show on your podcasting app of choice.